Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You're connected to Business Wrap. Find us online at businesswrap.biz, on Twitter using handle AskBizWrap, and on Facebook, just search Business Wrap. And now, be insured with Luke Mardigan, presented by Farm Bureau Insurance. Hello, and thank you for listening. My name is Luke Mardigan, and you are listening to Be Insured, a show where we discuss a variety of topics related to insurance, business, and leadership so you can stay protected while growing a thriving business. You know, over the past few years, I focused a ton on creating the type of culture in my business that could inspire my employees to really buy into our mission and our values as an agency, as an insurance agency, and use that as fuel to work harder to serve our clients. And I'll be honest, it's not something that happens overnight. Having employees that are just as passionate about your business as you are is what every boss wants, but how do you make that a reality? And that's, that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. And I'm very excited because I'm joined by uh, some guys who have a ton of experience with this topic, and they are... Rob Buffington. John Mashney. Eric Gestering with the Morgan Agency. Rob, I feel like uh, our two industries, Rob's a... a real estate agent as one of his many things that he's into. And um, I feel like our industries are pretty similar in that having a team that's knowledgeable and passionate about what they do and willing to go the extra mile is the key difference between success or failure. Uh, what role has culture played in allowing you to build the quality team that you have today? Well, I think a lot of it is just um, focusing on hiring the right personalities uh, yeah. when you're putting a team together. And actually, John and I talked a little bit before we started the show 
uh, hiring the right positions uh, for the team to make sure that you can grow uh, as quickly as um, uh, you want to grow as far as the the overall growth of your team and your business model. So like one of our first hires was the admin. And then yep. from there, we focused on hiring, uh, you know, uh, associate agents yeah. for the team sales team essentially right yes yep yep and and you're using some assessments and i know john and i feel passionately about a couple of assessments and, and we'll talk about that as far as hiring uh john i'd love to hear your thoughts on this um what did you say the quality uh of your staff how what is it how does it dictate how successful you are or can be and how much does your work culture affect how well your employees perform yeah to me I say this in so many contexts, but I think it's absolutely true. The number one job of any entrepreneur or business owner, anyone that's trying to build an organization is you got to build the team. That's yep. your number one job. And really that that's the leader's job is building the team. And it looks like different things in different contexts, but it's absolutely true. So when you look at it in terms of having a group of, group of people living in an organization, I think you, there's lots of questions that you ask. I think Rob's exactly right when you bring people in, you start, you have to make that assessment right away. Is this the right person? And then yeah. are they in the right seat? Right. Those are two separate questions. I think it's really important. How so, do you do that? Well, well that's what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> uh, that's how we can make this reality. Uh, that's exactly what we're going to break down. As I mentioned earlier, focusing on a culture and how that affects my employees is something I've really focused on. Um, you know, what you just talked about, John, reminds me of, uh, I, I think it was in Marcus Luttrell's book, Alone Survivor, he talked about uh, in BUDS, which is Navy SEAL basic training, essentially, before they become a SEAL, um, about boat crews. So you say, have the right person in the right seat. For them, it's literally the right person in the right seat in the boat to paddle out to the Pacific Ocean. And he told a story of um, this boat crew that won all the races. They'd race. And uh, they had this, you know, they're saying it pays to be a winner. So if you won, you get to sit out the next race. So, of course, next race comes, they're fresh, they go back out and win, and then they get the rest again because they're fresh, and it just keeps going that way. Um, so, what, at some point, one of the uh, cadre said that it's, it's because he has such a good boat crew. We need a, it, it's, it's, he just got all the, you know, he got the deck stacked, and he said, uh, so one of the instructors said, no, watch this, took the boat crew leader from that winning boat crew, assigned it to a boat that had been losing every race, dead last, the first race they took second, the second race they took first. So it's just as much about having the right people in the right seats as it is having the person telling everybody what to do when they're in the right seats, uh, that leadership piece. And I think for me at least, something that I, I've learned uh, very quickly is that having a good hiring and firing process is how you figure out who the right person is for the right seat. And if they're not the right person for the right seat, you gotta kick them out of the boat. I agree. And so one of the ways that you can do that is having a, uh, just a defined process that properly vets candidates um, so that you can figure out whether a good match and, you know, the, the saying that I was always told is hire slow, fire fast. Um, I tend to hire fast, fire slow. So that, that can cause issues, right? Um, so but how can you put this action into action in your business? So for us, we've had to create job descriptions for everybody. And we use those job descriptions during the interview. So. Uh, how do you feel about dealing with people who are upset? Something went wrong with their insurance. How do you feel about dealing with that? Um, how, how, you know, uh, Rob has several properties that we insure. Keeping track of them is hard. How do you keep track of things as one of my staff members? Those questions, can you can figure out pretty quickly whether they got their stuff together or not. Um, 
and you know, another one, uh, the, another piece that I really like is, uh, and John and I, John, you're actually the main reason why I have a good one is an employee agreement. Uh, so John practices business law here in, in Lansing, Michigan with a company called Foster Swift happens to be my business attorney also. And, um, I, I hit you up one day and asked for an employee agreement and you had tons of value to bring. Could you share that with our listeners? Yeah, I think to me, there's absolutely, there's the, the part of the process that you want to hire the right person. You want to make sure that you have defined roles. Absolutely. Job descriptions are really helpful. There's also, you're entering, you know, you have to think of it, you're entering a legal relationship with someone and there's a lot that can go wrong, obviously, as well as there's a lot right, that can all go all right. All right. So back up. I thought my employees were all my friends. <laughs> well, hopefully it, you have a friendly relationship. You have a great culture. At the same time, uh, m- employee problems can be one of the biggest headaches for business owners and yeah. for entrepreneurs. And I, I probably don't even need to back that up at all. You can just say that. And most people are nodding yeah, most, their heads. Most business yeah. owners are going, oh, man, you're telling me, buddy. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, and when if you don't address it at the beginning, I have one guarantee for you. Lawyers don't give many guarantees it will only get bigger, the problem, I mean. So you need to address problems early, and that means as soon as the relationship starts, part of setting expectations is having some type of legal agreement or arrangement or even just an employee handbook that sets expectations on both sides. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and some of the pieces that we talked about um, early on were things like arbitration clauses. Uh, to be, essentially, yeah. I, I, I'm not an attorney, I kind of have a basic understanding. Yeah, dispute that. resolution. You want to be thinking about how, if there's a dispute, how you how do you want it to be handled? One of the, and I deal a lot with intellectual property as well. One thing people just completely don't pay attention to in their business is, is someone developing intellectual property for you? Whether you're hiring them as an employee, many times they're contractors because, you know, that's the nature of the relationship. You always need to be thinking about those things. When you don't address it initially, the problem is only going to be much worse. I usually say it's a 10 times return on your investment when you address it earlier versus if you have to pay for it down the line. Minimum 10 times. Wow. So, I mean, that's the importance of having a really good business attorney that you can refer to, or, you know, if you're part of a franchise, they may already have those things for you built. Um, you know, uh, to, to, to back that up, uh, when it goes bad, it's typically when somebody loses a job, right? I mean, that's uh, the most common reason why a business is going to have an employment, employment, uh, Team yeah, or lawsuit you issue. really, yeah, you really should have an experienced uh, business employment attorney that that is giving you advice when you're hiring and firing. I think there's, especially in the climate today, social climate. There's so many different movements. There's so many different people who have agendas and that are educating the public. The workforce is very educated about these issues, and so you need to be as well as a business owner. Yeah, absolutely, and that's and that's where um, you know I got advice. Uh, and I want to, I can't remember where it came from, but essentially before you, I was, I was a fellow business owner, um, uh, before you fire somebody, call that attorney. Oh yeah. Like no question. Yep. yep. I get it. Their billable hours are expensive. Yep. I get small businesses run tight margins, but that is going to be a few hundred dollars well spent because they will tell you don't fire them yet. You don't have your documentation you, you did not follow the process right. You're going to have an issue here. Let's, let's, let's try to head this off and give you some real tactical advice. Yeah, and to, to maybe even broaden it, right? You should have a team of advisors and you should have a, a process, whether it's an HR group or team within your organization, or if your HR team is you, you still need to have a process in place when you're hiring people and when you know people's employment is being terminated. There needs to be a process in place. And you can, there's, 
very simple steps that you can take to go through that process. And I don't want to say necessary legal should drive the bus because I don't think it should, but it should be a critical component of the process. It really needs to be. And you could say that about a lot of different types of advisors, but that's just one example. Yeah, no, that's great. And I, and the main reason why this is so important into forming a culture, which is our topic today, is because, you know, I know, and, and Rob, you can speak to this, uh, when you hire the wrong person and you got to let them go, man, does it take a hit of morale? Because, you know, you as the leader, now they're questioning, can you make right? I mean, why'd you hire that guy? He he was not a good fit from day one. Now I'm questioning whether you even know what you're doing. Um, and then that person comes in the door and they leave and there's a lot of energy to try to get to know them and know their kids' names and what they like and connect. They, they, your team is invested in that person and now you got to let them go because you made a bad decision hiring them. Right. I think what you said earlier, slow to hire, quick to fire is is the key thing to remember uh, when you're hiring anyone. But ultimately something that John said is um, – Yes, they can be your friend, but they can also be your friend when they exit, you know, from whatever position they are with your, you know, group or your company. Uh, it's just, how do you exit? You know, how do you have a plan established for them to exit? We actually have an exit interview where we ask people, you know, what they liked about the position, whether it was their position to leave or whether it was ours. But ultimately, we just want good feedback from them and we want to give them our feedback. And then, you know, typically it's, it's a better situation. Yeah, you're walking away in, in the positive. Um, so, you know, first, so the first point of this, how to build uh, a team culture that's going to help you be successful. The first one is have a hiring and firing process. Our second point is, and I think this is critical, this is like the meat and bones of this, is empowering your employees. Eric, can you speak to how empowering employees has played out in our agency? Yeah, absolutely. Um we call our agency like the land of misfits because I feel like we all came from places that were undesirable. And for some reason, when you put all these people together in this environment, they excel tremendously. But uh, there's a lot to do with having everybody believe in the mission. So as a leader, Luke, make sure that the mission is clear and understood and kind of passes it along to me and others to make sure that the excitement stays up to accomplish the mission. Um, when you're excited about accomplishing a mission, you have way better results than blandness and no enthusiasm whatsoever. Um, obviously I think the key component is understanding your mission all the way across. Yeah. So that's a, that's a great foundation to build off is if, if your employees understand your mission and then you empower them to complete it, that is, that's really how you, you kind of put fuel in the fire, right? You put gas in the engine with that is that empowerment. Hey, this is what you're going to do. This is where we're going now go do it and let me know what you need. Um, as opposed to, you know, I know there's all types of different leadership styles, but as opposed to uh, you're going to do this in this minute, you're gonna do this in this minute. It, that is not how you build a team culture. It's how you suffocate a team culture. And you got to play play off the the team's um, strong points. You're not going to obviously. You mentioned at the beginning. There's assessments that will help you understand your staff or your employers um, way better. And if you key in on those those strong points, you actually have way better results. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we use an assessment called uh, 
languages of appreciation in the workplace. It's kind of a, a pivot off of the five love languages that you can use for like interpersonal relationships. And uh, it's been really successful. You know, it's, as a business owner, I found out all of my employees, their primary language of appreciation is quality time. And so as a business owner, whoo, that kind of put a lot of strain on me. But so now I just know I have to be in the office for a certain amount of time and let them talk about whatever they need to talk about. Um, and that really makes them feel empowered. You know, one of the best examples I think of the uh, empowerment is uh, from a book called The New Gold Standard. It's about the Ritz-Carlton, where they actually give up to $2,000 authority to every employee to fix whatever problem they come across. You go, you're, a, you're one of the cleaning ladies and somebody, their bag breaks, their handle breaks. They can help them with that. Um, without having to go to a manager, without having to get, you know, a, a requisition slip signed or an expense report signed, they just go and do it because they take that, uh, whatever that problem is from beginning to end. Which is empowering the team there. Yep. So I'll, I'll leave at this question. What is the number one thing you feel that listeners should take away from this conversation, Rob? Well, I would say, um, having, a clear mission and making sure that the people on your team, you, you've, uh, you know, communicated it effectively and efficiently to your team members and that they're all in line with that mission prior to joining the team is critical. That's really good, John. I would say building the team is the main thing every single time. And if you as an entrepreneur are putting other things before that, then you're probably making a mistake. Absolutely. There you have it. I want to thank you for listening to today's conversation. And I want to give a big thanks to my guest for joining me today, Rob Buffington, uh, Eric Gestering, and John Mashney. I'd love to hear from you listeners as well. How big of a role has culture played in your performance of your staff? Message me with your thoughts on Instagram or Facebook at The Mardigan Agency. That's M-A-R-D-I-G-I-A-N, The Mardigan Agency. Thanks, and we'll see you next time on Be Insured. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.